Welcome to Liberty Station. I'm Bryce Eddy. We are fighting hard to be a threat to the Great Reset here. And today I have a special show because I have one of my good, dear friends, Dr. Keith Rose, on with me. And we are going to talk about the disaster that is the FBI and some of the recent happenings with respect to Trump and Mar-a-Lago and all that. Dr. Keith Rose. Thanks for having me, Bryce. Yeah, no, I love better circumstances. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, I love uh, talking to you under any circumstances. Um, and actually, I mean, look, this is uh, this is interesting times, and it is exciting and thrilling in a uh, in one sense. Um, I've been, uh, and I know you have too. We've been talking about this privately. I've been talking about it on the show. Uh, I mean, shoot, uh, two years ago we were talking about some of the stuff that they were going to employ to get Trump out of office and what they were going to try to do to prevent him from running again. And we've made some pretty bold predictions that are coming true. Um, I had Kurt Schlichter on the show uh, as well. Um, I was joking with him that he's a prophet. Well, none of us are really prophets. It's just that we know the playbook, and we know what you know. Desperate people under the um, Marxist Marxist ideologies or you know elite power grabs. We know how they behave because we've seen it in countries throughout history, nations throughout history. So you know we're seeing it right now. Well, you're seeing it more than ever. And, you know, people like to say history repeats itself, but actually it doesn't. History is linear. History is constantly changing. What repeats itself is evil. Yeah. The evil practices, especially of Marxist ideology, socialist ideology. I mean, you could go all the way back to Adam and Eve when in the garden when Satan decides he wants to come in and basically take over everything to lie, to kill and destroy. That's yeah. what repeats itself. And evil's not that smart. It's not creative. So we can definitely pick up patterns. You know, we're, we're taught in intelligence, look for patterns, look for the way things happen, look for repeating patterns. Well, you can look in history and you're seeing a repeating pattern, not repeating history, but human nature when it's unmoored from, rea- from morality. Yeah, so they just, um, you know, unsealed the search warrant, which before they did, they were pretending that it was Trump, that, you know, he had this and he could release it. And, you know, they were playing that game, like if it was so good and you're seeing the chatter on Twitter, oh, if, you know, he doesn't want it to be released. But, of course, his lawyers are like, release this thing, you know, o- open it up. And so they did. And what they're doing is uh, there's three parts to where they're going after him, which which opens it up to show that it really is a fishing expedition. And that's violations of the Espionage Act, obstruction of justice, and criminal handling of government records. A couple of those things we know can be dismissed pretty quickly because, you know, the uh, he has plenary authority to um, unclassify or declassify documents. Um, so, you know, having this dispute with National Archives and, you know, what he has in his possession and, you know, all of that sort of stuff is is a guise. They spent nine hours there um, combing through everything that they could, and in the um, warrant, it was very broad, like they could search anything and everything for anything and everything is how it's written out, um, rather than, hey, we're, we're looking for specific things or anything like that, so that they could go and rifle through anything and try to find whatever it is to support their cause and their case that hey, this guy's a dangerous criminal, you know, they're leaking the thing about the nuclear codes, you know, he's a dangerous criminal, and he is going to, um, you know, put the United States of America in jeopardy, just like he did with January 6th, and we're the heroes that are trying to, you know, unfold this thing so we can get this criminal put away for good. I mean, that's that's kind of what they've been setting up and working towards from the very beginning of his presidency, really. Well, and it's like I started with, Evil is not creative. We are seeing round, I don't know, 15 of the same collusion, obstruction of justice. They charged him with all this. They spent millions of dollars, had 17 prosecutors on this for several years, hardened political hacks, trying and looking for anything they could to go after our president. Yes. But what I think we need to understand is we have to look at this in context. First and foremost, I would tell all your viewers that take a deep breath. This is going to be a 
this is a marathon, not a sprint. And the one nice thing about people that are doing evil with Marxist ideologies are they aren't smart, they aren't creative, and they aren't patient. Right. And that's the way you defeat them. You be smart. You don't have to be creative. You just know truth. And you have to be patient and wait for the correct timing. And this is what I mean by that. First, let's start in context. President Trump met with FBI agents. His attorneys did, and I believe he did too, at the beginning of June over these national archives. That was the fig leaf that they were going to use to go in. They looked at how he was holding these documents. He gave them whatever they asked for. And they said they left one recommendation. They said, you need to put an extra lock on whatever is securing these records. And he did that. Actually, the Secret Service did that for him. When they came and served the warrant and went into his house, they went to the room where he had already opened them and told them they could have everything and broke the lock that he put on that they asked him to put on when they would have just opened it for him. What you're seeing is what all tyrants, what all people that are propagandists, people that are really pushing a subterranical regime do. And that's one, you see the show trials for January 6th. Now you're seeing the show indictments or even show investigations. This was ready for prime time. But the interesting thing is these people aren't that smart. And when they went into this, they they did it. They they gave a lot of tells. Number one, you and I both have worked with the bureau back in the day when they were good guys, and it's I've never seen a bureau raid without these blue FBI windbreakers. You know, it's kind of like their their trade craft. Yeah, they didn't have them. You don't make a raid with backpacks. That's not a thing. You don't right. go into a raid with backpacks. You don't go into a raid the way they did. And I believe they did it for several reasons. Number one, I think it's not beyond the the pale to to wonder, did they take something in there and not just go looking for something? Because you don't take a backpack into a raid again. It's no, not, and you don't spend nine hours. A nine-hour raid is, is not no. normal. Well, you don't do that. And, and you and I both understand the, the ramifications of that. But at the same time, they already had a cordial relationship in this process with the president and his attorneys. The mere fact that someone would sign off on a warrant and have a raid, an unannounced raid, much less on the former president of the United States, I think to really understand this context, the American citizen sitting right now watching this program needs to understand that that raid wasn't at Mar-a-Lago. That raid was at you. They came into your house today. They came in to your family dinner table today. They came into your church today. They came into your business today. They came into your personal circle of friends today. And what they said is, we can do what we want, there are no rules, and they they came to intimidate us. Now, a lot of other people throughout the arc of history, our short 247-year history, have thought that. The Germans thought it. The Japanese thought it. We've had a lot of people decide, even at 9-11, there were people that thought they would come in and intimidate the American people. And I want to encourage the American people today that we are not the outliers. We are the base. We are not violent. We are not radical. We fear one thing and one thing on. We fear the Lord. And we have a great passion and love. And I feel for those guys that were part of that raid because you have to be a broken person to extend and do something that is so morally on the surface wrong. And at the same time, The American people are sitting back seeing this, and they're going to have to make a decision. And I believe the American people will make the right decision. We, one, need to understand that we have been attacked. This is actually worse than flying a plane into a skyscraper. Because what they did is they flew the Federal Bureau of Investigation straight into the heart of 80 million voters. And, And it's not warranted. I mean, President Trump wasn't running slaves 
in other countries. He wasn't importing miners from South America. He And he was cooperating. So take away the fact that he's a former president and go to the fact that right. any citizen would not have had this happen to them. Yeah. No, there was no imminent threat. There was no, um, you know, but that that's what they were trying to set up by leaking the, you know, the, the idea, th- floating the idea out there that he had nuclear, um, you know, information and classified documents in regards to that. That was all to sort of set it up that, oh, no, we had to do this. He was going to sell this stuff to our enemies like he sold us to the Russians. He was going to collude with somebody that, you know, that was the game. It's the same game they've been playing, to your point earlier. You know, they're not creative. They're doing the same thing over and over again. But there was no imminent threat, and he was cooperating. They were in discussions of all of this stuff, you know, e- even though they were going after him sort of a soft-pedaled way, you know, they, they were in communication. Well, they were, and I think the FBI is underestimating the Americans' people, the American people, as they look at the brand, the FBI brand. You know, there's in business, we say that, you know, there's some good businesses and there's some respected businesses. And it's better to be a good, respected business than just a good business with a bad reputation because those never have any longevity, those businesses. Right. And what the FBI has done is they have come in and raided President Trump after after President Trump had been investigated in the most transparent, over-the-top, I'll call it a witch hunt, but it was thorough investigation of anyone. They had... It's the same FBI that pushed the Russian collusion hoax. It's yeah. the same FBI that Steel spied dossier. on law-abiding Americans. It's the same FBI that lied to the FISA court. It's the same FBI that ignored Hillary's server escapades and a host of other things. It's the same FBI that has ignored the Biden family criminal activity from Hunter's laptop. And in fact, Christopher Ray said he wasn't even sure where it was. It's the same FBI that has persecuted journalists at Project Veritas, the same FBI that has raided Rudy Giuliani, America's mayor after 9-11. It's the same FBI that took J6 trespassers and treated them as terrorists. It's the same FBI that went after PTA moms. It's the same FBI that's ignoring drug crime on the border that allow drug cartels to operate freely in the U.S. I mean, I can go on. Oh, yeah. This is the brand of FBI. And what I don't think they understand, or maybe they do, and this is something that we need to flesh out, is that America looks at them and sees them as not an authority, but as someone that is subversive to this nation. They are insurrectionists. The difference is we are not violent. We are not someone that's going to take the law into our own hands while they try to distribute their own brand of law. We are going to do it peacefully, but there's 80 plus million of us that know how to vote. There's 80 plus million of us that know what to do. And I will tell you right now, every American needs to understand that you are at war. And I'm curious to wonder if the FBI doesn't care or they actually believe they're pulling something over on the American people. Because the bigger concern for the American people should be the $80 billion getting ready to be passed for weaponizing and just expanding the IRS enforcement. Oh, and yeah. Well, they're turning looking like a yeah. like a federal police force. That's well. That's the, you took the words right out of my mouth. That's what they're doing here, and you know we've talked about this before, uh, both privately and publicly. That their their idea, um, a, a tyrannical government and the blue Marxist government that we have now, does not want a decentralized police force. So they've been doing several moves at the state level here in California. They've expanded the Highway Patrol's authority in all kinds of areas that they've never done before. And not a lot of people understand or know about that, but they've they've uh, increased their budget, expanded their authority. Um, that's the state police, right? You know, because Newsom d- did not like what our local sheriffs did in ignoring a lot of his orders and mandates with the health stuff and everything there. So they want to expand that power. They've uh, taken the Capitol Police and they've put Capitol Police offices around the country, you know, under the guise of having to keep Congress safe all over the country. Um, And then 
Uh, and then now uh, funding the IRS, who, you know, they've bought uh, five million rounds of hollow point nines. Um, you know, you've got that going on. They want to federalize the police force. So that's another step. And then they can go after anyone um, under the guise of tax law violations. Anyone. Because the tax law is so complex, and anyone who takes a aggressive stance in our tax law and your filings or anything like that, you you can be found uh, to be in violation. They don't have to even find anything, and they can just threaten that and build a case on you. And you know how easy it is to build a case on an average citizen because our laws have essentially become unknowable because they are so complex now. It's true. The IRS could come put a padlock on your business tomorrow. And at worst, down the line, if you fight it, they go, oops, we made a mistake. Yeah. And and this is this is the thing, Bryce, that I pray everyone understands. We are being shown exactly what the future will look like if we don't return back to first principles in this nation. We're seeing Amen. it. We're seeing exactly what it's going to look like if we allow communists and Marxists, which by their actions are the current Biden government, the Marxist left. We're not tiptoeing around this anymore. We're just calling it what it is. The Bible says you will know someone by their fruit. And I will tell you, you will know them by their lack of fruit. And what we're seeing right now and is a complete not just a um, overlooking of the law, but what they what they did when they went into President Trump's is they said the law doesn't matter. It wasn't about President Trump. It was about the American citizen. What they were telling you is you don't matter. The same time, less than a day later, they go and get Scott Perry's phone. Yeah. Now, you and I both know from our counterintelligence background that I can promise you they already have Scott Perry's phone if they want it. They're already yep. in Scott Perry's phone. The only reason you go and physically take it is to threaten them. It's yep. like the it's mob coming up going, hey, I see your family. They look nice. Be ashamed if something happened. And, and I would just tell every leader right now in Congress and every Senate leader, it's not going to stop until you stop it. It's not going to stop until right. they are voted out. They are not going to suddenly realize the error of their ways. They are doing this because it is their way. There's no error here. This is what they want to do. There's no question. And you have a man that is so devoid of character, integrity, and Merrick Garland. You have oh, someone yeah. that is an absolute. He's an evil actor. Well, he's 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 broken. He's a he's a small little man. That was offended, my guess. And I don't know the man, but I've done a lot of study on him and how he grew up. He's always sought the approval of others. He has always followed others. And and I would see, I would think there were times where I think he even tried to do the right thing. You know, you see him where he got upset because the, the, the guy that was accused of bombing in Atlanta, Jewel, wasn't read his Miranda rights. Yet I would just wonder how far you've fallen Merrick Garland, when you will sign off and you know about doing something to President Trump where he did nothing, you know, you quibble, quibbled and hesitated to give the Department of Justice go ahead on the Unabomber when this man had killed people, was planning to kill people, and they had him dead to rights. He wouldn't sign off on a warrant for him. Yeah. But he would give his imprimatur to go and raid the 45th president of the United States. And and this is why it's so important. Not only did he raid Donald Trump, he full well understands what that says to the American people. And I will tell you, Washington may not think that America's here, but we're here. We're just yeah. peaceful. We're not you guys. That's why you thought we were going to riot when we didn't. That's why if you want to know exactly what the left is doing, just look what they're accusing you of. 
Yep, exactly. Um, the interesting, so we were going to speculate, I think, a little. You asked the question on, um, you know, like, what are they thinking or what are they doing this for? I think they have to do this, right? I think they miscalculated. They always overplay their hand. They miscalculated on the January 6th show trials. They thought that they would get more attention for that. They thought that they'd stir up more of middle America, more of the independent voters, more of the people that, oh, I guess there was something there, there, you know, kind of a thing. So um, I, I think they did that, and they have to now keep pressing into it because Trump has already announced, you know, they're watching his, you know, his stocks rise, and he has announced quite boldly that he's going to really clean house. You know, he's announced that, uh, you know, and, and made all kinds of suggestions that um, a lot of people are going to be in trouble. A lot of his deputies and, and a lot of his, um, uh, the people that he will bring in within his Rolodex have said that they're going to pursue actual criminal charges on a lot of these folks. So they have to go and do this now. And they, and they thought that they could win, and they're in too deep. I expect that they're going to do some dramatic October surprises, and it's going to be a whole host of them to try to make it impossible for him to win. I think they're going to keep miscalculating. I think they can't prevent you know, his, his train from continuing to roll on because he's getting more popular because of these things. I, I couldn't agree with you more. The thing is, what they're, they're, again, like I started, evil, the Marxists, are not creative. You could, what they're saying now is what they said four years ago. What they rolled out in the New York Times four years ago, the circular reporting in CNN, Russian collusion, obstruction of justice, you can't trust him, blah, blah, blah. It's the same thing over and same. over again. Yep. It, because they're not creative. Because here's the thing. There's a saying in Spanish. My wife is from Mexico. And translated, it says, a lion thinks everyone is a lion. And so they know how duplicitous they are. They know how corrupt they are. So they just assumed that President Trump had to be like them. And then after four years of extensive investigations, two sham impeachment hearings, they're like, they're not fine. There's no there there. And then you have – and see, here's the thing. American people see the context and the contrast. The way you change a person's heart is to show them the deception behind the deception. The deception being Barack Obama left with 30 million pages of classified documents, and they didn't even get them. I think he took them to his library and said they would digitize, digitize them and then put them out for the archives, and they're still not there. John Solomon's reporting on that. No one's talking about it. Yeah. No one's talking about the fact that Trump declassified all of the Russian collusion papers. And as soon as Biden came into office, his DOJ took all those declassified papers. Again, John Solomon's reporting. And he can't get them through the Open Records Act because they're being held by the DOJ. The right. DOJ is hiding their own investigation against President Trump and President Trump, the target of said investigation declassified all the papers so you we are at a nadir we are at a precipice in this nation and i believe the left has decided look we need to pour more water into the lake we need to keep pushing we need to keep pushing because you know eventually the dam's gonna break this is the problem with that when the dam breaks you don't know where the water's gonna flow yeah and the only thing that's going to decompress that is going to be true accountability in this nation. Because right now, Build Back Better is doing everything but. We have a Democrat party, and people need to understand this. The names can change. The platform stays the same. You can put a good-looking guy or an ugly guy up there. You can put a colored person of color or a person of non-color. It doesn't matter. The principles of the party stay the same, and they're destruction and chaos. We yes. have man-made food shortages. We have man-made elevated gas prices. We have man-made problems in our foreign policy. We have man-made border crisis. Well, all these, quote, man-made things have a little tag on them, and it's property of the Democrat Party. Because the Democrat Party has taken God out of their platform and substituted that 
for a transhumanistic point of view where they are the supreme being. And what we're finding out is they're not that smart. They're evil, but their playbook is staying the same. So I think it's a blessing to the nation in a way that we're seeing exactly where they are. But I think the important thing right now is we need to understand they're doing this with the FBI, but the FBI is a very tenuous political organization. What I mean yeah, by that so, is... So pause right there. We're going to take a sponsor break, and then let's talk about the FBI and what can be done to clean this thing up or, you know, something else. It's scary times out there right now. With inflation, supply chain issues, and attacks on our currency, we are all feeling the pressure, and it seems like a recession or maybe even a real depression is on the way. What impact are we going to see on our savings and retirement accounts? Well, you may want to make gold a part of your strategy, Birch Gold Group is who I trust to help diversify a portion of your retirement or convert an old IRA or 401k out of the risky stock market and into physical precious metals. Think about this. Since before the time of King David, one asset has held its value better than anything else in the history of the world, gold, and it can help protect you now. Text LIBERTY to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals in a tax-sheltered account. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text LIBERTY to 989898 and get real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text LIBERTY to 989898 to claim your free no obligation info kit on protecting your savings with gold. Okay, I'm back here with Dr. Keith Rose, and uh, we are dissecting all that has happened with this Mar-a-Lago raid and what we know so far and um, what we can do about it, both as believers and what President Trump and a new administration can do about this. Yes, you know, we're looking at what, steps we can take to secure our nation and they're not just steps we need to take economically they're not just steps we need to take politically we need to take steps to restore the faith and trust in the government or more importantly in we the people in the united states of america because right now the people in america don't trust their central government our allies don't trust us. Our enemies darn sure don't fear us. And we have to restore that. So what can happen? Well, President Trump is taking the full brunt of the deep state force right now, and they're hitting him hard. They're doing that, I agree, because they're scared. They're doing it with an FBI that didn't wear their, their letters. They, they, they went in there like cowards. They went yeah. in there with backpacks. They didn't identify themselves. They went in there... And I'm sure they have that invincible ignorance Oswald Chambers talks about. But they went in there to go after the president. Now, let's say President Trump is reelected president of the United States of America. The FBI was formed in the early 1900s by an executive order. The FBI and then Congress funded them. But the FBI, theoretically, and they seem to like to use old legal theories, could be canceled by the signature of the president of the United States. Right. He could yep. retask credible employees of the FBI to the Marshal Service, our oldest service, oldest running law enforcement service. And the irony Would is the FBI was formed because the DOJ was using secret service agents to do investigations for him. And Congress was concerned that it would become too political. That I know, the isn't executive that funny? branch would use the secret service against them. So they set up the FBI, and the FBI has less than a storied, his, a storied history. And right now what we're seeing, I believe, is a complete failure of the FBI. I don't believe there's a, that it's recoverable for them based on their leadership. I know you and I both have friends there, and I mean these guys are great men. But I think the only thing right now is we're going to see is who is going to stand for their nation instead of hide in their basement. Who are the whistleblowers going to be? I know they're coming forward, but yeah, we they're also starting to, to pay attention. Yeah, and I think that's the other reason not to get off on the side here that this 
that the IRS, why they're trying to get the money into the IRS, they yep. need an unaccountable police force because the Capitol yeah. Police can be handled and dismantled by a strong Speaker of the House yep. and strong Congress. If we take over Congress, we and I pray, look, I, spoiler alert, this is what I would do. I would have President, I, as soon as we take over Congress, overwhelmingly, I would bring in President Trump as Speaker of the House, he does not have to be elected. And President Trump, I know that's not the ideal position you think about right now, but if you want to affect change immediately before the deep state and an overgrowing centralized government can can gather their force, this would blunt it because they could take the purview that Congress has alone, and that's Capitol Police. And yeah. they could have their open hearings, do single subject polygraphs against Capitol Police start firing people, start running down who was actually there. Let's find out who opened the gates. Let's find out why the plans of the Capitol were floating around that should be in a skiff. Let's find out all these things. And you could literally deconstruct, reverse engineer a lot of the problems we're seeing in this nation today. You could tie it as high as you want. And now good news, like Kurt Slichter said, they, they created new rules, old rules out, new rules in. Then you start laying subpoenas down and going after these folks for legitimate crimes against the American people. Second thing is President Trump could go in and do what has to happen if we're going to remain a sovereign nation. And that's cut the size of government where you have more pink slips. It should look like Breast Awareness Month all year in Washington, D.C. You should cut entire departments. You should hyper-federalize this nation. We should let states stand on their own merit and not come in and and prop them up based on their ideology. That's something that we could start by January. If we have a sweep in November, because we have to fight carefully. Yeah. And relocate a lot of the departments around the country in the areas that make sense. I mean, the department of agriculture, um, you know, shouldn't be in Washington, DC, you know, uh, put them in States that where that is what matters to those States. And, you know, decentralize um, D.C. would be a huge thing to, you know, reduce and um, and increase a lot of the accountability. Oh, it would. And, you know, there's the government's gotten so big and I don't blame the government for this because it, it, it it's across the board in any major company. The larger you grow, the more inefficient you become. Yeah, the government it becomes its own growing organism. Growing. There's an interesting article out by Americans for Tax Reform on the IRS and just how dysfunctional it is and how much money is wasted. And again, I agree with your assessment. I think the people that are running this behind the scenes are desperate and they're trying to do anything they can to solidify power. My concern is that they are the true insurrectionists because we're not going to be violent. We're not going to do the wrong thing. We don't as Christ followers. We don't because we love this nation enough to know that violence isn't the answer. The answer is to go through the process. But we have the numbers. We have the people. We have the soil of self-governance. That's where the seeds of freedom grow. But we have to exercise our constitutional rights. Yeah, the um, and violence is not the answer until it is the answer, but it will not be from our side. It will be, I, I believe, if, uh, you know, and, and in uh, Kurt Schlichter's book, which I, I really think is great, you know, he lays out uh, many of these scenarios, and I enjoyed talking about that with him on the show. Um, and one is a red government with a blue um, insurrection, you know, and, and I think that looks very different than the other way around if we've got a blue government and, and a, um, you know, red insurrection. But it uh, it wouldn't be pretty if you do have um, because I do not think if we if we sweep Congress uh, if we win back the Senate if we win the presidency in in twenty four and we've got complete control um, you know they're going to do the same thing that they did it'll be fashionable again and it will be okay again to say that the um, um, election was stolen you know you'll be allowed to say that on social media all of a sudden you know they're going to double down on all that and and I do believe in the state of mind that those folks are in we will have violence from them um, because again it's the same thing that they said about us which did not not happen. It's a, it's what they always, like you said earlier, they always, you know, say what they would do in those circumstances. They always telegraph that stuff. And so they're going to, 
they're they're going to um you know really create i think an upheaval i i think it's going to be ugly because we are so divided it is um there's things that could potentially limit that i don't think they're going to happen i think that the major war we're in right now is a, is a battle for the dictionary we're in yeah. a war for the dictionary we're that in a war true. for how we are going to describe things and the biggest insurrectionists in this nation is a mainstream media that refuse to speak truth and are nothing but propaganda puppets i mean yeah. i'm not saying that to call them names i'm saying that to describe their actions it's not a Amen. conspiracy theory it's just identifying what these guys are and what they do and you know i'm curious to see during this time it's my prayer because i believe in god i believe in the power of prayer that there'll be some hearts turned that someone's going to step up. Can you imagine how brave it would be for a journalist to just stand up and go, you know what? This is wrong. Because right now I would tell every American, and I'm going to preface this, this is metaphoric. This is the hill to die on. This is the hill to die on when you die to yourself, when you die to your self-interest, when you die to your self desires when you decide to your self preservation because you're not preserving anything if you shrink away from your responsibilities as an american citizen you know the citizen means the co-sovereign that's what our founders said we were co-kings mm -hmm. so we need to step up so maybe you have a great job in journalism maybe you die to yourself and step out and say this is wrong i know that you know you and I both have friends. We're not going to do anything illegal. We're not going to cause violence. Just the opposite. But we will speak the truth. Now, it may come back. I'm being audited. I got three audits going right now. I'm okay with that. One, yeah. I know I haven't done anything wrong. But two, it's a small price to pay for speaking the truth. I have to speak the truth because we will never have the nation that you and I grew up in. That's not ever going to come back. And I will tell you, it's a good thing because – as good as it was, it, it got us to this point. So we are either right. going to have a nation that is exciting, dynamic, creative, and free, where we go forward in the world and we stay a light for all the world to see, or we're going to descend into a darkness that I don't think anyone wants. And, and like you said, we're not going to cause the violence. But I think the left doesn't understand there's a lot of us that have spent a large portion of our lives in a cauldron of righteous violence, of overseas wars, righteous wars. Of, yep. You know, we are not, but we also have a mindset and a determination and a focus that we're not going to commit crimes. We're not going to do wrong. But if you attack yep. my family, I will defend my family. And, you know, you and I have talked about this. No, you sh no one should ever start violence have violence, there's a way to peaceably fix this. But it's only going to be done when people die to themselves, that's the hill, take up their cross, which is their faith, and truly stand for the principles that made this nation great. And, and I believe there's there's a remnant. There's enough. I love listening to Kurt Schlichter talk, and I understand what he's saying. He's right. The guy's 100% on. We need voices like his that can look your eye and just say, that's what it is. I had a patient in today, we were talking, and they asked me about gender identification. I said, they're boys and girls. That's the end of that story. You know, you know where I stand on COVID, the vaccine, everything. I can support it because I have integrity. And I'll mm -hmm. stand by what I say because I understand truth. And truth is something that you don't have to defend. You just have to say it. The left will tie themselves in a knot giving us their narrative when the right can just go, this is the truth. So it's going to be an interesting time. I'm, I'm curious to see who in the FBI is going to come forward. You know, we know the leadership is broken yeah. and they have been for years, but I still believe that there's going to be someone there who's going to recognize that what they're doing is morally wrong. Maybe yeah, there, I, uh, I believe yeah, there's there's some really good guys there, as you know. Um, you know, there's not not as many of them have been promoted up through the ranks in in you know recent years, 
um, just because the structure has gotten so bad. But there's still guys that are out there doing good things, doing good work, pursuing the right things, um, even though the culture has been upended. And I know that there are guys that are the old school cops and the guys that are recognizing that that this is not right and you know this is a farce and i i pray that those guys um do become the whistleblowers uh, uh james o'keefe i was talking to him a little bit ago and and he said uh in the department of justice you know i mean they got they got a, a hundred thousand plus people uh in all the related um uh areas and he says it doesn't take but a couple and we're talking to some of them, you know, and, and and it's a lot of people that are out there. You just need a couple to really blow the lid off of some of this stuff. You know, our founding fathers recognized it didn't take everyone. It took men with faith, commitment, willing to risk their lives, their fortune and their sacred honor. That was their hill. They were willing to die to themselves, even figuratively to build what God had called them to. And I and I believe that if we start looking less at ourselves and more at doing the right thing, the righteous thing, that's what our founders said. They always talked about morality and yep. doing, it doesn't mean you're perfect, but it means that you had a moral code. You know, my boss used to work for Reagan and he told me a lot of stories and in intelligence. And he's, he told me a story at a time when, Nixon had gone to the head of the, the CIA at that time. And my understanding from those that were there, he asked him to spy or break into the Watergate hotel and get documents. And the CIA director who, you know, he was appointed as president. He looked at him and same part. He said, no, I will not do that. And if you ask me again, I will resign and go public with it as a man that stood on character. And I'm not saying he was a perfect person, but I'm just saying, there was a day when people in our nation's capital weren't all driven by ideological wins. They actually cared about this nation. When 9-11 yeah. happened, a lot of us signed up and went over because we believed in what this nation represented. And so we're at a time right now where I think that people are going to have to find their first love in this nation, and that's the blessings that we are given. Yeah. They're going to and I believe President Trump truly understands that he does. I would encourage President Trump to stand tall and I know he will. But I would also encourage him to recognize that if he steps back into the corridors of leadership. Take no prisoners and eat the hostages. You know, he yeah. needs to he needs to understand and watch the personnel next to him because, yeah, there's still good people out there. There's still people that want to see this country free. And right now, you know, it's it's a tenuous time. That indictment is beyond – it's an indictment that basically gave the middle finger to the entire nation. And more importantly, that indictment gave the middle finger to everybody lying in a grave in Arlington Cemetery. Yeah, It said every sacrifice you made means nothing to our political power. And I think as a nation, we rise up with one voice and say, not today. Very peacefully. It won't take a lot. It'll just take everyone. I believe the ballots in November are so, going to be so overwhelming that they couldn't cheat their way out of it, that it'd be like an impossibility. I truly believe that. Well, and that's what I'm hoping for, and I'm hoping that Christians who underperformed, you know, like at least here locally, um, you know, they've done some great, uh, you know, uh, they've they've made a great show in other states, but you know, here especially, we had a lot of people that stayed home that did not vote in the primaries, you know, hadn't, you know, in past years. Um, I hope that that believers take that seriously and stand up and go vote and get their family and friends to vote because that's what we have to do. We can't assume that this is all lost and their cheating is going to win. Um, if we all come out, they cannot possibly cheat enough. And I, when I, I they have to make go ahead. No, no. Um, I, I was just going to say, I and and more of this, more of more indictments are coming. More investigations are coming. More, uh, you know, 
terrible searches and seizures by the FBI are coming. Um, they're going to really try to blast this out between now and October. Um, the October surprises are going to be, um, I, I think, huge. Um, and they are going to overplay their hand over and over again because they have no choice. They know that their heads are on the chopping block. Proverbial heads are on the chopping block. But I know that, that, that they know that and they've got to double down. And I would encourage all American citizens, whether you're Democrat or Republican, if you really love this nation, there is something you can do. What you can do is you can use your time and make it effective. When you see something like this happen to President Trump, take time out to blow up your congressman's phone. Blow, I mean, metaphorically, write your congressman, email him, <laughs> yes. call, your, call your senators, email them. That's what case I mean up their phones. Yeah, in case yes. media matters is... Uh, is <laughs> yeah, in case media matters, is I'm talking to metaphorically. You yeah. know, call them you over know, and over again is what we're saying. Call them over and over again. Make an ask of yourself. Ask them why. Ask them why. Ask them why. See, one thing politicians do move with are people that it matters to them. It should matter to you. If you want to... If you die on this hill, you die to your private time. You use that to make yourself known. Talk to as many people as you can. Go and speak. Create a podcast. Do what you need to do. We need voices out there saying this is not acceptable because what they want to do is say, well, this is just the new normal. They're trying to normalize this aberrant behavior and, un and, a, and a Department of Justice that's unmoored from justice. And so we have to do that. Even in California, find your voice. And you know what? Never be violent. If you, if someone, just don't. It's not worth it. FBI show up at your house, be polite. They throw you in jail, be polite. Yep. There's more of us than them. And we have to be polite because we are not going to lose who we are as American citizens and our, our values. And they know they're wrong. And what you do is you file complaints. Local sheriffs should not support any federal activity in their areas. Make a stand. Yep. Governors and states should already be reconvening their legislatures and saying that if there is anything that looks like a political, a political investigation, that they have to tag that on to local jurisdiction. Use the levers that we have that our founders left us or the ones we have in state and local government to push back legally, peacefully, but overwhelmingly and get ready to vote, get ready to bring a thousand friends to the voting place. Overwhelm every, there should be 100% voter participation yeah. in this, in this election, because that is the way you don't shoot bullets. You shoot phone calls, you shoot yeah. your vote. You, you just keep bringing it again and again. You have the conversations. You call your local TV station. Email them. Tell them that this is unacceptable. If they put a bunch of propaganda on, pull your advertising. You have way more power, and they don't want you to understand that you do. Going back to what you just said, and I agree with everything there, but um, the sheriff's departments and sheriffs across this country are so powerful and can really put a damper on federal activity like this. Um, and I don't think that's realized if, and I, and I had speculated or thought, you know, game theoried this out in my head, but if the uh, sheriffs in Florida stood in the way of the feds coming into Mar-a-Lago, um, that could have stopped it. Um, and, and people don't really think about that being even a possibility because they're terrified of the federal government. But you get, you know, 10 of their guys, you know, there and you get 10 sheriffs there and saying, hey, no, we're not going to do this. Um, you know, it's it's a uh, there, there's a lot of things that resolve themselves differently after that kind of a um, confrontation. It's true. And it also gives. You know, I don't know what's going through the, the guys that were there in their heads, but I will tell you, I'm just following orders is not correct. Right. When you're harassing people, you're not doing anything to protect your nation. You're not doing, you're not a brave person. You're not a valiant warrior. You know, you're not part of the brotherhood. You're just part of the problem. And I would tell all 
you know, I'm doing something that I've never done before. I'm praying for these people. Yeah. I'm praying for Mayor Garland. I'm praying for these guys that are really persecuting us. And because I know one thing, I know that only God judges, but his judgment is final and it's pretty harsh. And the, I pray these guys see the blessings that they have in this nation and that they quit living under the curses that they're trying to place on us. And I think that, um, we need to activate as Christians. We need to activate as Christ followers. We need to stop trying to be woke and just follow what God calls us to. That's how you stay rightly related to God. That's how we save this nation because Amen. this nation is not like other nations, period. It's just not. And that's why it's so hard to destroy. And the only way you can destroy it is from the inside, like we started evil it's going to do the same thing over and over again so the only way that we can do that is to bring light into all the situation in every aspect amen well th- that's those are encouraging words um and you always convict me on that because i don't want to pray for america garland here's the thing i can't but christ in me and here's the thing it, the bible talks about you know you pray to bless them, it's like heaping hot coals on their head sometimes too. Yeah. No, but you're right. it's not. I the thing is this, and I hope everyone understands this: when you have anger, hate, and frustration, you only hurt yourself. The other person does not feel this. In fact, that's what they want us to do. I don't hate them. You know, yeah. if you're in a just war and I'm overseas, I still don't hate the person I'm fighting, but I'm going to give everything I have to win the fight. Yeah. And I pray this never becomes a just war, but I know that the side of of good and not evil always ends up winning. You know, people say history is written by the winners, but I would tell you this. The one bit of history that hasn't changed in over 2,000 years is the Bible. Yeah, It has managed to survive all of it because – that history wasn't written by the winners. It was written by the hand of God and truth will survive. You know, our time on this earth isn't that long. You and I both know that we were, we were 20 kicking doors yesterday. And, um, you know, we're very blessed to be where we are. And, and I would tell people in a nonviolent way, this country, this nation, not the dirt, but the principles are worth fighting for. Amen. They're worth preserving because it, you want to see a rudderless world, get rid of the only light source. And the United yeah. States is always – we all the success and the freedoms that we have have translated into the greatest inventions in the world. And um, these guys aren't that smart. They have a lot of power and they have the bully pulpit. But if the actual pulpits and the people's in them will stand up and speak truth, and that's what God puts on your heart, then I think our best days are ahead of us. It's an exciting time to live no matter what because you're not going to yeah. be bored. It's not like the 90s where, hey, everything's great. Who's winning the Super Bowl? Yeah, amen. Well, listen, uh, that is a perfect way to end, perfect encouragement for us. And uh, I love you to death and appreciate you, appreciate our friendship. And you know, thanks for joining us on the show. Hey, thank you, and um, just keep plugging away. You guys are All making right. a difference. And I Amen, appreciate brother. It. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.